took a lot to trust God. It took a lot of toils. It took a lot of pain and suffering and allowing things to happen in my life that I regret to this day. There's shameful things I've done. Welcome to Connections with Rich and Bobby. Hi, I'm Bobby, Bobby Hamlin. And I'm Rich, Rich Homeris. Now to many, life in the inner city can be extremely rough and difficult. The homeless population has risen dramatically, with crime and substance abuse plaguing their community. Our guest today came out of this environment, and he shares how the Lord gave him a new lease on life. He's Matthew Costa. As I was in my sickness and disease of drug addiction on the streets of San Francisco, I, I, was, I had a Walkman, and I was like guided into listening, and it, I found peace in the midst of all the sickness and the, and the depression that you see on the streets of San Francisco in certain areas of the city. Then when I got saved, I came to learn more about God. Now, have you been a Christian a long time? Yeah, I, I, I was. I came to know the Lord Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior in prison uh, back in 1992, and I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior while I was incarcerated. And as I left prison, I, I, I didn't know. I didn't have a church. I didn't have any foundation. So I went back, and the devil was waiting for me right outside the gate there, and uh, you know, <laughs> and I went right to the world, and 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 so through my going into depression programs and circular programs to help my disease of addiction, drug addiction, that I came to know that God, the 12 steps, can help me. And, and listening to radio stations, watching TV on Christian TV, and doing whatever I can to keep, like, to get out, to uh, help me and to know that Matthew is, that, you know, um, that this flesh is uh, an enemy of mine my own flesh and so it helps me to get out of myself and, and get in my spirit to get in touch with my spirit man now you mentioned that you were incarcerated and a lot of times I imagine that you would feel that when you're going to jail that that would be the end of the line not the beginning of the line and can I ask you how did it happen that God reached out to you when you're incarcerated well for first of all God reached out to me in jail through my brother Danny my own brother, flesh and blood brother, I came to know uh, he's the one that got me out of my cell on my way to prison and it made, and got me to get on my knees in an interview room in jail and on my knees and accepted Jesus Christ my Lord so through my own flesh and blood brother and that, uh, that right there I felt I never felt before. I got excited. I started writing verses on the doors of the cells. I started, I started running down the jail cells and just sharing Jesus. I was so happy. And then that, that my brother gave me a chance to get God with me in prison. I, and some people call it hiding behind God in prison. I didn't hide behind God in prison. I was putting God first with my life and I knew freedom. I, that's where I experienced what God can do in a person's life, in a surrendered soul's life. It's the freedom. To experience freedom in prison is awesome. Because, you, know, you know, Paul and Silas singing in jail, they knew what it was like when they were locked up. And they were singing and the shackles, you know, broke free. You know, so that's how I felt, you know, is that, that the shackles were broken. But, you know, it was, it was tough. Now, I, I didn't have any exit plan when I left prison and it was hard and I think that guys who are serving time in prison need to have an exit plan need to know exactly where they're going when they leave prison so they don't go back out in the world 
and, and feed their flesh or, you know, because the enemy is waiting for them when they do get out. And so I believe that while you're in prison, take advantage of the time in there. Listen to everything on the radio. Watch TV programs, Christian TV programs, and just feed your spirit as much as you can because you're going to need that tools when you get out. You know, that's so true, whether you're in prison or whether you're out in the world, it doesn't matter. The enemy is always waiting for us, and it's so easy to get distracted by so many different things. So we just need the freedom of the Lord and something to uh, keep our mind focused on the Lord. Now, have you found, now that you're out and um, and have been growing in the Lord, have you found that the Lord has showed you that He's going to use you in certain ways to reach out with the gospel? Oh, definitely. I have a calling on my life, a powerful calling. And I've been running from it like Jonah. I was in the, he put me in that whale. He put me in that whale, the, the tummy of the whale. And he's, and then now recently he spit me back out. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on ground now and I'm, and I have to go to face my Nineveh. I have to face my Nineveh and go and, and do God's will for my life. I'm tired of being in that whale's tummy. I need to be able to, and I'm tired of running from God's calling. I'm the prodigal son returning to God, you know, and he's waiting there for me. He was on the porch with open arms waiting for me, and he's seen me afar off coming. I can see him, but he's seen me coming because I left him. I never, He never leaves me. I, I'm the one that turned my back on God so many times. And I just thank you, God, for your mercy and grace upon my life because it's not for his mercy and grace. I'd probably be dead in this institution or in jail. So I, I, I just thank God for delivering me from those three places. You were mentioning about uh, some think that uh, you were hiding behind Jesus in jail. Right. But you're not in jail now. You don't have to hide behind anybody. Right. You can just go and do your own thing. But yet, your faith in God, it stuck. It right. stuck with you. And uh, it wasn't something that um, you needed because you were in the trenches. You were uh, behind bars and uh, you needed to hide behind something. It was something that, that was a changing grace within your own heart. And it keeps going, whether you're behind bars or not. That's right. The seed was planted in my life in prison. And, and the, it's just the watering. When a pl- seed is planted, it needs water. It needs f- soil. It needs fertilization. It needs to be grown. Believe me, I've learned the hard way how to, you know, tend to the ground of my soil my, of my life and, and to build a foundation and allow that seed to grow in my life. I've stopped it from growing in my life. And it was only me, myself, and I, the ego, the pride in me in my life that prevented that seed from growing and uh, now that self is removed out of the picture and pride and ego and Matthew is out of the way it's not me no more I'm off the throne God's on the throne of my life yes Jesus is in charge whether we realize it or not we don't make him Lord He is Lord already. And just like Matthew shared, what we are supposed to do is to submit to his lordship. As we're told in 2 Timothy 2 verse 15, be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed. And we'll return to our visit with Matthew in just a moment. You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to connect with you. Just go to our website at Connections with Rich and Bobby. That's all one word. And Bobby is B-O-B-B-I dot com. That's Connections with Rich and Bobby dot com. There, all of our podcasts are posted, along with all of our contact information. 
Also, you can connect with us on social media by friending us on Facebook, post on Instagram, or tweet us on Twitter. Now, let's return to our visit with Matthew Costa as he shares about putting his trust in Christ. How was that for you, making a transition from uh, prison to society? It took me seven years in the wilderness to finally come to know that, you know, the promised land was been there. The promised land could have been there when I left the prison door gates. But I chose to, like the Israelites, to wander in the desert, in the wilderness, and not trust God. And I wandered in that desert, in that wilderness, you know, and it took a lot to, to trust God. It took a lot of toils, it took a lot of pain and suffering, and allowing things to happen in my life that I regret to this day. There's shameful things I've done, and, and God took me off the streets. So that right there was my wilderness. I'm a miracle that I'm able to, to see the promised land now. I can't say I entered the promised land, but I can see it, knowing that, you know, I'm headed in the right path now to the promised land. I can see the horizon. There might be giants there, but it's okay because God is going to help me overcome my giants in my life. Amen. Amen. Now, as he does, that's such a witness to other people. And you said you were involved in so many different things uh, on the street. How about those people on the street when they meet you now and uh, the love of God and Jesus just flows out of you? What kind of comments do they say? Thank you. I'm glad you brought that up. I walk past them today on the streets of San Francisco and they look at me. They can't say anything really because they see that change. And I can see it in their eyes that they can see that change in me. When people come up to me and offer me jobs, no thank you I don't do drugs I am saved I'm a Christian now I tell them that and they they back off you know and then when I see my friends on the streets they're really not my friends today I have to love the sinner but hate the sin so I do love them they're made in God's image and likeness but I do not have to love their sin I don't have to practice it I don't have to participate in that in their sin I just walk by, you know, and then today my friends do see a change. They're, they're happy for me. They say, good for you. They're happy. And I feel the conviction. I can sound, sound like a little conviction in their own life. When they see that change in me, they feel a conviction. I can tell they do. And I'm just glad to be that example of the power of working power of Jesus Christ in my life and through his blood, you know, and it has to be the blood of Jesus that over my life, you know, and he's the only door. And, and so... You know, and I, I'm glad I'm that role model. I'm that uh, that example, you know. And I'm living in the worst hotel in Tenderloin in the city of San Francisco. City Team Ministries has one floor that is right there in the midst of all the, the prostitution, the hooker, the drug dealing. And we're working together, us guys that have been recently out of addiction, out of gambling addiction and we're all united together in a fellowship that's so strong that we help each other we buddy up every time we leave the hotel we buddy up and we go and we come back buddy up we come back we go to AA meetings we go to NA meetings we have to stay strong together and you know where two or more are gathered together there God is in the midst and so there is power in numbers and I believe that you know I'm never going to be alone when temptation starts to arise I need to get on my knees and ask God to help me get through that test that temptation allow me to get through it God because I am powerless against it I need your help, God. And so to answer your question, I'm walking the streets of San Francisco with a glow, with a smile, and not a fake smile, but a real smile, and let people know the love of Jesus on my face. Now you mentioned a uh, portion of the city that is um, 
very, very difficult. I mean, there's all kinds of situations uh, going on. There's uh, drugs, prostitution, there's street people, all kinds of things. This is probably one of the, uh, the roughest areas of, of the city, particularly at night. How is that for you as you walk, as you see these people, as you try to let your light so shine amongst uh, all this depravity? I gotta be that light, yet I gotta be gentle as a dove, but as wise as a serpent. I need to be careful as I go through the streets at night. I need to be with somebody, a Christian brother with City Team. I can't be alone. Very important, especially in my new stages of coming out of drug addiction for 10 years of my life. I need to be aware and I watch. It says to be watched. Stand watch on your life. Stand watch as a watchman on a tower. You need to watch and see the enemy coming through addiction. When you see the enemy coming, you need to be on guard. You got to have the whole armor of God on. The armor is very important as Ephesians 6 to put on the whole armor. And I, I do that daily every morning. Yes, bonding together and encouraging one another. And prayer is a wonderful way that we can do that. As we pray for Matthew, that the Lord would continue to give him strength and wisdom as he ministers on the streets in the inner city. Yes, and we encourage all of you who are listening to be in prayer as well. And if you'd like to see a YouTube version of our interview with Matthew Costa, just go to YouTube and visit our channel. Connections with Rich and Bobby, and Bobby is spelt with an I. That's on YouTube at Connections with Rich and Bobby. And see Matthew as he tells his amazing story of his new lease on life. Now you've been listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to have you subscribe to our podcast on this platform or any of the others like iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. If you've missed one of our podcasts or would like to hear our current one again, or to invite others to listen, just go to our website at connectionswithrichandbobby.com. Also, all of our contact information is there as well. If you have a smart speaker, you can listen by simply saying, play the podcast Connections with Rich and Bobby. Then you can connect with us on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. This is Connections, connecting with one another as Romans 1 verse 12 says, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So thank you for listening, and remember, tell others and spread the word, God's word. And don't forget to join us next time on Connections with Rich and Bobby. Bobby.